0: Republican National Convention. The party that is restraining Romans 1, at least mostly. That is a topic we'll discuss today right here on the Christian Worldview radio program where the mission is to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to share the good news that all people can be reconciled, made right with God through repentance of sin and placing their faith and who Jesus Christ is and what he did for us on the cross. I'm David Wheaton, the host of the program, and our website is thechristianworldview.org. Well, thank you for joining us this week. You know, the Republicans, as probably most of you know, held their national convention this past week, nominating President Trump uh, and Vice President Pence uh, to be their nominees at the top of the ticket. Now, with the Democrat and Republican conventions being held in back-to-back weeks, it was a good opportunity to contrast what each party supports and opposes. And so last week on the program, we discussed how the Democrats, after their convention, have become the party of Romans 1, where it says that people suppress the truth in unrighteousness as they openly not even trying to hide it, openly advocate for abortion and homosexuality and religious restrictions and all manner of other policies that are against a Christian worldview and in clear opposition to God. This week, we'll examine the Republicans and how their platform and policies measure up against the standard, the the ultimate standard of God's word. You've probably heard someone lament at some point along the way, you know, Democrats and Republicans, they're all the same. But is that really true? I I think that's a very, very uh, unreasonable and illogical case to make, especially after you read uh, the platforms of both parties, which we read the Democrat last week. We'll read the Republicans this week. And so what's at stake for the future of our country, depending on which party takes political power after the November 3rd election? We'll we'll answer some of these questions today here on The Christian Worldview. Now, this is the first time in, in in long time memory that I've watched a lot of the conventions, I can't remember exactly how much I watched of the Democrat convention, but quite a bit. And I watched a lot of the Republican convention this past week. You know, usually you think it's just one speech after the other, but even it was both were done virtually too, so there wasn't a, a live audience for the most part. There were for some of the speeches, like President Trump and and uh, Vice President Pence. But they weren't in the typical large venue with thousands of people there and so forth. Uh, and it was a very different different uh, feel for these conventions, but I, I really found uh, them very interesting and very telling uh, after watching these conventions. Um, it, each party, this is their, their their big opportunity. No matter how many people in America, I often wonder that how many people are actually watching, not just the president's speech or the – or uh, former Vice President Biden's speech, you know, kind of the big headliner of the convention. But how many people are actually watching what the, the, these parties are putting out there? They, they put on display what is most important to them during their convention. It comes across loud and clear. And so the, the feel you get from the, the Democrat convention is that America is unjust OK, with all the the racial tensions and we're an oppressive society and there are systemic races. And that was loud, <clears throat> loud and clear through their convention. And there's a darkness over this land because of Donald Trump. Uh, they think that he's something uh, akin to a white supremacist, um, you know, tyrant, fascist dictator. That that's the the strong impression you get from the Democrats. On the other hand, from the, the Republican convention, the, the strong impression you get is that America is the greatest nation in the history of the world. We should be proud of this country, and we have our faults, but let's work together to go even higher. And those are very, very different messages, and it really goes back to your worldview and how you, you see our country. And this was made loud and clear how the Republicans see our country on, on day one. They had an opening segment Uh, of the uh, a video of and it's hard of of course hard to see on radio uh, but they had i'm going to play it for you just the the vision that republicans have for where our country is right now here's day one opening
1: the republican national convention we come together tonight to imagine a future determined by the shining light of our hopes and values and faith country where we are judged by our character with dignity and respect for all the belief that all are created equal that lives matter irrespective of race creed or color committed to excelling beyond our dreams limited only by our imaginations where rugged individualism and american exceptionalism inspire the best in each of us
2: Lift off.
1: And when we see injustice to one, we act to fix it for all. This is our story. We journey together. We stand in the breach to preserve a way of life that, while imperfect, has brought prosperity, honor and dignity to generations past and will for generations to come. Four years ago, we faced an historic crossroad career politicians promising change every election, but delivering emptiness. We chose a different path, a man who is not a politician, a man who cares, a man who loves America and all Americans, a man who works tirelessly for you, even tonight during this nomination. The results, jobs were created Embracing the undeniable greatness of diversity, prosperity, safe communities, protecting and serving, caring for one another. Still, politicians spun their deceptions and obstructed progress, fanning the flames of lawlessness. We all know that it is easy to criticize. It takes a true leader to solve problems. COVID-19. While others criticized without solutions, President Trump's swift action saved lives. And as leading Democrats want to keep businesses closed down, our president is leading the way for a full economic recovery. We are America. Despite unpredictable events, we as Americans work together to overcome challenges, write our own stories. The legends for our posterity. America land of promise, land of opportunity, land of heroes, land of greatness. Join us over the next four nights as we write the next chapter of our journey and share our vision as the greatest country with the greatest citizens that attain the greatest achievements.
0: The greatest country with the greatest Citizens, which achieve the which attain the greatest achievements that that is the the message of the Republican convention this week. And again, just contrast that if you watch any of the Democrat convention, that uh, this is a dark time in our country. America is unjust. There is systemic racism. And uh, the president himself is a really, really evil person. That, That is that that's the message and so the the takeaways that i that I saw in watching and then not just that that was just the opening to it, but all the other speeches and so forth It's very clear on the Republican side there's a patriotism there, which is a a love for this country america they they you see in that the little vignette there there's they're praising the praiseworthy aspects the the free enterprise, the rugged individualism, the achievements, the overcoming of difficulties. Uh, this kind of thing. But there's also not a complete glossing over of areas that were not perfect. We need to, you know, we need to point out areas for improvement and so forth. Um, and again, the Democrats was, were, were fundamentally flawed and were illegitimate. You know, you hear that all the time. Our, our founding was illegitimate. It was oppressive. Our founders were Racist. They were sexist. They were homophobic. Need to take their statues down. They weren't saying that at the Democrat National Convention, but that's that's who their supporters are in the streets. The country is actually rotten at its core. It's an unjust. It's a there's greed. There's just there's the, the the disparities between rich and poor show how how wrong and how bad our system is. Um, so the result of that that worldview is that people won't kneel for the national anthem. They, 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 they see the flag and the sports stars and so forth, and they, they think our, after you've been told this over and over again, the country is fundamentally flawed and illegit- illegitimate and unjust, people think America is a terrible place, and they want to fundamentally transform it. So on, on the issue of patriotism, there is a love for America, and maybe it's too much love. I mean, maybe they're 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 country worshipers over over God worshippers. I'm not saying that, but patriotism generally is a, is a biblical concept. God had taught and established the 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 role of nations at the Tower of Babel. The the world should be nationalistic, not globalistic. That's what led to the Tower of Babel. Uh, God being upset and separating people because he knows when all man gets together in some globalism, like we're for the human race globally. Rather than for your nation honoring God, that's where problems come in. And so there's a patriotism there, a strong patriotism uh, at the Republican National Convention. Uh, Also, you can see in that vignette, there's a constant hope and optimism for the future. Now, they don't believe in biblical eschatology, maybe not uh, or ignoring where the world is going, as it says in Revelation. But we don't know when that's going to take place. That could be very soon but it could be very far down the road. So we have to live in in terms of Christ could return at any moment, but we also have to live in light of Christ may not return at any moment. So we need to keep on serving and honoring and working for the kingdom of God and trying to spread the gospel and the good news until that that point comes. And so there's a strong hope for the future. The the Republicans see America as a city, uh, a shining city on a hill. The future can be better, whereas the Democrats... At least the more radical ones see the system as fundamentally flawed, needs to be burned down. And that's what you see in the streets. Burn it down. We need to work toward the ultimate hope for the world is a mark is a utopian Marxist vision. Remember, communism is always the end game for unregenerate man because unregenerate man believes in the goodness of of man and doesn't believe in God. So if man is inherently good, if we just get the, the right leaders who understand us and we just, just put together the right system, which, which is always communism, we equally share in everything. This is going to be the, the kumbaya, the, the peaceful moment, the, the, the great promise for the future. So patriotism, huge difference, hope for the future, big difference between the parties And then lastly, I think the most important one for this particular program and the focus of what we do here in the program is the policies and values of each particular party. Uh, The the Republican Party, I would say, has mainly Christian values. The the policies they put forward are are derived directly from a a biblical worldview. You know, the biblical worldview doesn't get its its values from political conservatism. It's the other way around policies like the right to life, uh, the principle of, of work and incentive and individual liberties, these come from, as our founders said, from God, not the other way around. And so those values, to a large extent, uh, are, are, are being pulled directly from a Christian, maybe not necessarily a biblical, a narrow biblical worldview, but a broadly Christian worldview. And so you heard speakers at the convention talking openly about God their faith you you heard the name of jesus christ being mentioned now this wasn't biblical christianity but it was a christian general christian worldview being broadcast that the that the republican party is associating with we'll talk about more the republican national convention right after this
2: the bible says that children should be raised in the discipline and instruction of the lord There's nothing more important than sitting, walking, talking, and teaching your son or daughter to love and fear God. The church is swimming in children's resources, but it's ultra-important to select ones that accurately represent God, His Word, and the Gospel. At our store on thechristianworldview.org, we are intentional about offering resources that will build a sound and strong faith in children. You will find several Bibles for children, the Adam Raccoon book series and Good News for Little Hearts series. We also have video and audio resources like Theo and Sugar Creek Gang. Browse them all at thechristianworldview.org and then use them daily with the child God has put in your life. That's thechristianworldview.org.
0: The Christian Worldview radio program airs live Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. But did you know you can also listen according to your own schedule? One simple way to hear past programs is at our website, thechristianworldview.org. You'll also find short takes there, which are bite-sized highlights of each program. Beyond our website, you can search for The Christian Worldview in the podcast app on your smartphone and subscribe for free. The program is also available at oneplace.com, sermonaudio.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you need help navigating the online podcast realm, just give us a call toll free 1-888-646-2233 or follow the links on the homepage of thechristianworldview.org because when believers have a sharper biblical worldview and non-believers come to saving faith, lives and families are changed for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us today on the Christian Worldview radio program. Just a reminder, today is Saturday, August 29th, and uh, Monday is the 31st, of course, and that means we're only three weeks away to the day from the Christian Worldview golf and dinner event. takes place Monday, September 21st. Now, there's not going to be a dinner portion of the event this year, so it's just a golf event, actually, this year at Woodhill Country Club in Wazetta, Minnesota. If you're a golfer or know someone who would love to play in that, uh, just get in contact with our ministry uh, through our website, thechristianworldview.org. We'd love to have you out. This is a a time of fellowship. It's a time of uh, support for this ministry and hope uh, you are able to come. That's Monday, September 21st. Now, this week on the program, we are talking about the Republican National Convention. We went over the Democrats last week. This week, we're going over the Republican National Convention, and we're subtitling the program "The Party That Is Restraining Romans One." We talk called the Democrats the party of Romans One, based on their platform and what they what they want for this country. It's Romans 1, 18 through thirty-two, and suppressing the truth and unrighteousness, and, and really advocating for things that are clearly against God's word and will. And the Republicans, whether they know it or not, uh, have derived their political values from a generally Christian worldview. And so they're the party that's trying to advocate for values that are, I think, mostly consistent with Scripture. We're going to get into that right now in the program, because last week we read the the Democrat National Committee platform. This week, uh, we're going to read the Republican National Committee platform. Not going to read the whole thing, but just selections like I did last week. And just you'll just notice that the the GOP uh, the, the the Republicans stand for li- support limited government, not big government, individual liberties, uh, freedom of speech, and freedom of religion, freedom of self determination. In other words, decide for yourself uh, on situations where you don't have, to have the government making all your decisions. They believe in the Second Amendment and self defense. They believe in law and order, uh, the principle of work as a as a worthy. Uh, calling ins- the incentive to work rather than a welfare state, uh, opportunity, and they also believe in America that America plays an important realm in the world as a superpower status. That that if America is not around, w- what is the what is the bulwark? What is the hedge against evil actors in the world? And then you can contrast to the Democrat National Committee platform that we read last week. where almost every value has some sort of unbiblical. Notion to whether it's abortion or their morality or economics or or open borders or or a, a very large version of big government or a, a worship of the environment that creates radical environmentalism rather than stewardship of the environment. So I just pulled out this week the Republican National uh, Committee platform. I'm going to read a few of them because I think it's important to to hear this. And just make the contrast between Democrats and Republicans because they're not the same. That that is such a a, a weak, default, uh, lazy conclusion to make uh, to politics when we see politicians sort of not not do what we like them to do. Oh, they're all the same. Well, maybe in one day they were closer together, and I think they were. I think Democrats and Republicans were closer together at one at one stage in our many stages, or maybe for most of our history. Uh, where there was differences in tax rates and so forth and so on. But as of late, and especially now at this time in our history, the, the differences couldn't be more clear and they couldn't be more far apart. So we go to the Republican national platform. We start out like where we did last week with bioethics issues. You remember last week we started out with this particular category where the Democrats oppose all federal and state laws that prohibit or restrict abortion. So just think about that for a second. You oppose all federal and state laws that prohibit or restrict abortion and support taxpayer funding and Planned Parenthood. That means that you want absolutely no, you want, I mean, anytime, anywhere, you want a woman to be able to end the life, to kill her unborn child. Just think about the, the, the breathtaking breath uh, of, of that particular uh, uh, policy for the Democrats. Now compare that, Here's to the Republican National Committee platform. The, the Republicans support the sanctity of human life and affirm that the unborn child has a fundamental right to life which cannot be infringed, cannot be infringed. Opposes, the, the Republicans oppose taxpayer funding of abortion, complete opposite, calls for a permanent ban on federal funding and subsidies for abortion and health care plans that include abortion coverage. Uh, the Republicans oppose the FDA's approval of myfaprex, MIF, uh, the abortifacient formerly known as RU486. The Republicans oppose euthanasia and assisted suicide. I'm just reading this right off their, their platform. Republicans oppose healthcare providers being permitted to unilaterally withhold services because a patient's life is deemed not worth living and urges all states and Congress to make it a crime to acquire transfer or sell fetal tissues from elective abortions for research. You see, that's the dirty little secret. It's a dirty big secret actually going on in this country that the abortion industry not only kills unborn or partially born children, but in, in those cases, they sell the body parts. So as much as Republicans can put that particular video clip forward in the first three minutes, they are overlooking the, 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 the wicked Sin that takes place in our in our country every place or all over this country, basically, with this particular practice taking place i don 't see how God does not judge this nation severely for this taking place now the republicans aren 't for that, mind you, but to to overlook that and still think you know we are so great and so righteous and so, they 're not saying that, but you can you cannot look at America like that when that is taking place in our country and the moral depravity, which is affirmed in this country. Again, Republicans aren't affirming that they're affirming the opposite, but that is the reality of what is taking place still in this country and many countries around the world. I'm sure the Republicans support a congressional ban on the sale of fetal body parts. We just talked about that. They support funding for ultrasounds and adoptive adoption assistant. They support States protecting women and girls through laws requiring informed consent, parental consent, waiting periods for abortion, and clinic regulation. As you can see here, there is one item after the other on the protection of life. Now, again, just contrast to last week. The Democrat Party opposes all federal and state laws that prohibit or restrict abortion. There's just, it's, it's 180 degrees in the opposite Direction. There's more. Take time to go through all of them. Republicans oppose infanticide and call on Congress to pass a federal pain capable unborn child protection act prohibiting abortion after 20 weeks. The point at which current medical research shows that unborn babies can feel excruciating pain during abortion. And we're going to get to a soundbite today from a former employee of Planned Parenthood, which is going to make your skin crawl. And then it goes on to say what's more here the, the, the it supports the the Republican support state and federal efforts against the cruelest forms of abortion especially dismemberment abortion procedures in which unborn babies are literally torn apart limb from limb this is right from the Democrat National sorry the Republican National Committee platform and finally on the issue of bioethics uh, the Republicans support a federal ban on sex selection abortions and abortions based on disabilities, which, of course, the Democrats support. They, they think you should be able to have an abortion for any reason. If you don't want, oh, you're having a girl. Oh, you don't want a girl. OK, abortion. Oh, you're going to have there's going to be a problem with your, your Down syndrome. OK, abortion. Just think about if there was nothing else we talked about today, that particular issue of life a- a- as if the life in a woman's womb weeks or months before it's born is actually not a human being. That should be enough for any Christian to say, well, it is so easy to to understand, so obvious to understand which side should be supported and which side should be opposed. Let's go on to more of them. We're going to spend the whole segment of a few more minutes left on the the Republican national committee platform. Uh, They support the ability of all organizations to provide purchase or enroll in health care coverage consistent with their religious, moral, or ethical conviction, convictions without discrimination or penalty. In other words, they're not into having forcing businesses to provide abortion coverage or transgender change coverage or any kinds of these immoral coverages that the Democrats want health care, all health care businesses to be able to have to include in their health care plans for their customers. Next one down. We have to go a little faster here to try to finish in this segment. The Republicans uh, uh, oppose bigotry, racism, anti-Semitism, ethnic prejudice, or religious intolerance. Therefore, we oppose discrimination based on race, sex, religion, creed, disability, or national origin, and support statutes to end such discrimination. Now, the Democrats would support that too, but they would take it even further. Into transgenderism and homosexuality, which then immediately creates a problem for the religious liberties of Christians who don't service or support those kinds of sinful activities. Uh, go down next to ed- the issue of education. Republicans support a constitutional amendment to protect parental rights from interference by states, federal government, or international bodies such as the UN. They support school choice for all students, propose that the bulk of federal money. Through uh, Title One, let's move on. There's too many here. Uh, basically, they want to give you school choice, and not have you basically have no choice other than the the public schools. Uh, let's go down to marriage and family issues. Republicans support tradi- This is very key. Support traditional marriage and family based on one man and one woman. Every child deserves a married mom and dad, and our laws and government regulations should actively promote. Married family life as the basis of a stable and prosperous society. That particular one can't be overstated as well. When Black Lives Matter said, We want to disrupt the nuclear family, they're saying we want to break down society because a mom and a dad raising children for all of human history has been the one building block of a safe and stable society. There's much more. We'll get into a couple more after the break and we'll get into more sound bites from the Republican National Convention. I'm David Wheaton. Listening to The Christian Worldview, we're talking about the convention today and comparing and contrasting Democrats to Republicans. More coming up.
2: If you like golf, you'll love playing in The Christian Worldview golf event at historic Woodhill Country Club in Wayzata, Minnesota on Monday, September 21st. Golf registration includes lunch, range and 18 holes with cart on one of the best courses in the state bring your own foursome or we can fit you into a group whole sponsorships are also available shotgun start is 12 30 p.m. there won't be an evening dinner event this year due to indoor group restrictions but golfers will enjoy the rare opportunity to play at woodhill with its immaculate condition challenging greens and beautiful setting All in support of the Christian Worldview radio ministry. We hope to see you on Monday, September 21st. Registration deadline is Tuesday, September 8th. To register, visit thechristianworldview.org. That's thechristianworldview.org.
3: Be sure to take advantage of two free resources that will keep you informed and sharpen your worldview. The first is the Christian Worldview weekly email, which comes to your inbox each Friday. It contains a preview of the upcoming radio program, along with need-to-read articles, featured resources, special events, and audio of the previous program. The second is the Christian Worldview Annual Print Letter, which is delivered to your mailbox in November. It contains a year-end letter from host David Wheaton and a listing of our store items, including DVDs, books, children's materials, and more. You can sign up for the weekly email and annual print letter by visiting thechristianworldview.org or calling 1-888-646-2233. Your email and mailing address will never be shared, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Call 1-888-646-2233 or visit thechristianworldview.org.
0: We're talking today in the Christian Worldview about the Republican National Convention, which took place this past week, the week after the Democrat National Convention. And we're doing some compare and contrast today and going over the Republican National Committee platform. Incredibly uh, pro-life, pro-biblical family, man and woman married, raising children. Uh, Lots of other things in there, but we won't have time to get into today. Uh, but the last one I want to bring up is the issue of religious liberty. You remember last week that the, the last thing I read about the, the Democrat national platform uh, was that they oppose broad religious exemptions, exemptions to allow businesses, medical providers, social service agencies, and others to discriminate. In other words, what, what they see as discrimination is if you if you don't want to do something or be involved in something because of your sincerely held biblical or Christian convictions, that's not an option for you. You you can't quote discriminate against someone. So we use the example, the typical example, and there's many of them coming out all the time, is when homosexual rights uh are are pushed back against uh by a Christian business owner. Maybe they have a wedding uh, or a cake shop. We've heard cases like this, and they, they, they don't, they, they, they're happy to serve all customers when it comes to designing a, specifically, a specific cake uh, for a homosexual wedding that violates their Christian beliefs. They refuse to do so, and then they get sued and lose everything. The Democrat Party's for that. They're, they're for Christians not being able to refuse service. On the other side, the Republicans are completely against that. They want people to have religious liberty, to be able to live according to their their beliefs. And this is what the founders had intentioned uh, right there in the First Amendment uh, for for religious liberty. Now, there's so many they have. The Republicans have so many items. I'm not going to get to them all, but there's this one after the other in their support of religious liberty. And Christians should take note that this is the party that wants – to support religious liberty. So the Republicans oppose government discrimination against businesses or entities that decline uh, to sell items or services to individuals for activities that go against their religious views about such activities. There's the opposite exactly of what the Democrats are, are saying. The, the Re- Republicans support the right of America's religious leaders to preach and Americans to speak freely according to their faith. Republicans support... Uh, efforts to defend the religious beliefs and rights of conscience of all Americans and to safeguard uh, religious institutions against government control. Um, Let's see, I don't don't, don't have time to read all of them. Uh, They support laws to confirm the longstanding American tradition that religious individuals and institutions can educate young people and they can receive government benefits for doing so and participate in public debates without having to check their religious beliefs at the door. I mean, this is in the Republican national platform. Republicans support the freedom of Americans to act in accordance with their religious beliefs, not only in their houses of worship, but also in their everyday lives. They support the public display of the Ten Commandments as a reflection of our history and our country's Judeo-Christian heritage. They support the right of religious students to engage in voluntary prayer at public school events, and to have equal access to f- school facilities. And they support the First Amendment right of freedom of association for religious, private service and service and youth organizations to set their own membership standards. Democrats are opposed to this. If you're a Christian organization, like the Christian worldview, let's say, what? You're able to, o- you're able to only hire people that are fellow Christians? Well, that's discriminatory. You're, I don't care if you're a Christian organization. You need to make it open to anyone, even atheists, to be on your board or on your staff. That's completely ludicrous. That's what the Democrats support. And you'll see it in groups like FCA on college campuses or crew where there's pressure for them to have to have in their leadership or people they hire, they can't discriminate according to what these people believe. It sounds crazy, but it's absolutely true. So looking at this platform, this is a very conservative platform. Again, it's, uh, conservatism is pulled from a biblical worldview, not the other way around. And ever having, after having watched the convention, uh, and after seeing President Trump for the last four years, actually a bit to my surprise, I had no idea. I did not expect him to to be so conservative in his worldview as a president. Matter of fact, I think I believe he is the most conservative president for sure in my lifetime, and I think even more so than Ronald Reagan was. I mean, Ronald Reagan was very conservative. Uh, in, in lots of different ways, and, and certainly th- this is debatable between Trump and conservative uh, Reagan. But I, I think Trump is actually more conservative on the abortion issue than than President Reagan. He, he's more conservative on the Israel issue. I mean, Trump moved the the the, the capital uh, or the embassy, the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem. I mean, why? I mean, no pre- presidents talk about that, but he actually did it. I mean, he's he's a huge supporter of Israel, which which we should be. Um, all the way going back to the Abrahamic covenant that those who bless you will be blessed. I mean he's done things from not from basically from not being a very conservative person in his personal life before he became president to have this change. I I didn't see it coming at least to this extent. So I'm pleasantly surprised. So we can, uh, I went so in light of that platform. I didn't have time to read it all. I didn't want to read the whole take the whole program to read that, but I wanted to give you a, a sense. so You can contrast that to what we talked about last week. And if you didn't hear that program, you can go to our website, org. I can't go over it and re- review the whole thing again today. So I want to play that soundbite I mentioned earlier from the Republican National Convention from Abby Johnson. And maybe you've heard of her, but she was a former employee at planned parenthood and she gave just an extremely powerful speech on what the abortion industry is like and how important it is for Christians to never get too far never get away from the fact that that particular issue of life abortion end of early in life before life and also late in life euthanasia, because if you support abortion, you're going to support end of life euthanasia. If someone else makes a decision that, well, you've kind of run your course and you are not not contributing too much anymore, you're expensive to the system. That's where that leads. Here's Abby Johnson, the former uh, employee of Planned Parenthood.
4: My name is Abby Johnson, and I spent eight years working for Planned Parenthood. But today I'm a pro-life activist. When I was in college, Planned Parenthood approached me at a volunteer fair. They talked about helping women in crisis and their commitment to keep abortion safe, legal, and rare. I was convinced to volunteer and later offered a full-time job as a medical assistant before my promotion to director of the clinic. I truly believed I was helping women, but things drastically changed in 2009. In April, I was awarded Planned Parenthood's Employee of the Year Award and invited to their annual gala where they present the Margaret Sanger Award, named for their founder. Margaret Sanger was a racist who believed in eugenics. Her goal when founding Planned Parenthood was to eradicate the minority population. Today, almost 80% of Planned Parenthood abortion facilities are strategically located in minority neighborhoods. And every year, Planned Parenthood celebrates its racist roots by presenting the Margaret Sanger Award. Later in August, my supervisor assigned me a new quota to meet, an abortion quota. I was expected to sell double the abortions performed the previous year. When I pushed back, underscoring Planned Parenthood's public-facing goal of decreasing abortions, I was reprimanded and told, abortion is how we make our money. But the tipping point came a month later when a physician asked me to assist with an ultrasound-guided abortion. Nothing prepared me for what I saw on the screen. An unborn baby fighting back, desperate to move away from the suction. And I'll never forget what the doctor said next. Beam me up, Scotty. The last thing I saw was a spine twirling around in the mother's womb before succumbing to the force of the suction. On October 6th, I left the clinic looking back only to remember why I now advocate so passionately for life I founded and currently run, and then there were none, a non-profit organization that's helped nearly 600 abortion workers transition out of the industry. For most people who consider themselves pro-life, abortion is abstract. They can't even conceive of the barbarity. They don't know about the products of conception room and abortion clinics, where infant corpses are pieced back together to ensure nothing remains in the mother's wombs. Or that we joked and called it the pieces of children room. You see, for me, abortion is real. I know what it sounds like, I know what abortion smells like. Did you know abortion even had a smell? I've been the perpetrator to these babies, to these women, and I now support President Trump because he has done more for the unborn than any other president. During his first month in office, he banned federal funds for global health groups that promote abortion. That same year, he overturned an Obama-Biden rule that allowed government subsidy of abortion. He appointed a record number of pro-life judges, including two Supreme Court justices. And importantly, he announced a new rule protecting the rights of health care workers objecting to abortion, many of whom I work with every day. Life is a core tenant of who we are as Americans, and this election is a choice between two radical anti-life activists and the most pro-life president we have ever had. That's something that should compel you to action. Go door-to-door, make calls, talk to your neighbors and friends, and vote On November 3rd, take action that reelects our president and do it with our very most vulnerable Americans in mind, the ones who haven't been born yet.
0: If that doesn't draw enough contrast between what the Democrats support and what this president and the Republicans support, I don't know what what will more after this than the Christian Worldview. The Christian Worldview radio program airs live Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. But did you know you can also listen according to your own schedule? One simple way to hear past programs is at our website, thechristianworldview.org. You'll also find short takes there, which are bite-sized highlights of each program. Beyond our website, you can search for The Christian Worldview in the podcast app on your smartphone and subscribe for free. The program is also available at OnePlace.com, SermonAudio.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you need help navigating the online podcast realm, just give us a call toll-free 1-888-646-2233 or follow the links on the homepage of thechristianworldview.org. Because when believers have a sharper biblical worldview and non-believers come to saving faith, lives and families are changed for the glory of god thank you for listening
2: there's an abundance of christian resources available but the reality is that many of them even some of the most popular do not lead to a sound and strong faith while there's only one perfect book a key aim of the christian worldview is to identify and offer resources that are biblically faithful and deepen your walk with god In our online store, we have a wide range of resources for all ages, adult and children's books and DVDs, Bibles and devotionals, unique gifts, and more. So browse our store at thechristianworldview.org and find enriching resources for yourself, family, friends, small group, or church. You can also order by calling toll-free 1-888-646-2233. That's 1-888-646-2233, or visit thechristianworldview.org.
0: Wow, after listening to that Abby Johnson message again from the Republican National Convention, that's just powerful to think about how great this nation is and yet what takes place uh, inside our country. So whenever I think about the greatness of America, I do think this is a great nation, a nation blessed by God, absolutely. I do love this country. Th- there's, this, there's this check inside me that realizes what, what is taking place in this country. And we need to have people uh, in leadership who will not advance that even more, but try to pull back on that and end that. Because this is the great stain. If You think slavery is a stain upon America. Uh, th- this is, And that was overcome. This situation, the issue of abortion is far, far, far beyond the, the, the terrible sin of slavery. 60 million unborn babies have been aborted since that law, that wicked law, was, was made uh, legal uh, in this country. Well, we don't have, I was, we have so many sound bites here, so little time. I'm just going to play. I have one more by the president. And I I figured I should just play that. Well, maybe we can get some from Mike Pence and Nikki Haley and many others we have uh, in in the coming weeks. But I think this uh, this five-minute portion from President Trump, I think, drew the, the distinctions, as we compare and contrast Democrats and Republicans, drew the distinction between the visions for each side very well. Here's President Trump in his Republican National Convention speech.
5: Because we understand that America is not a land cloaked in darkness, America is the torch that enlightens the entire world. Gathered here at our beautiful and majestic White House, known all over the world as the People's House, we cannot help but marvel at the miracle that is our great American story. This has been the home of larger-than-life figures like Teddy Roosevelt and Andrew Jackson, who rallied Americans to bold visions of a bigger and brighter future. Within these walls lived tenacious generals like President Grant and Eisenhower, who led our soldiers in the cause of freedom. From these grounds, Thomas Jefferson sent Lewis and Clark on a daring expedition to cross a wild and uncharted continent. In the depths of a bloody civil war, President Abraham Lincoln looked out these very windows upon a half-completed Washington Monument and asked God, in his providence, to save our nation. Two weeks after Pearl Harbor, Franklin Delano Roosevelt welcomed Winston Churchill and just inside, they set our people on a course to victory in the Second World
0: War. Okay, just a quick pause here. You can see here's another huge contrast. The, the founders and the great leaders of this country are, are honored here rather than being just sum, summarily dis, uh, dismissed as racist and sexist and, and uh, slaveholders see the difference there and also you can hear the all the sirens and the noise going on in the background there's all sorts of protests people are blowing uh, uh bullhorn to try to drown out the the event that was taking place this particular night these these protesters these leftists were in the streets of washington dc when this was taking place
5: what united generations passed was an unshakable confidence in america's destiny and an unbreakable faith in the American people. They knew that our country is blessed by God and has a special purpose in this world. It is that conviction that inspired the formation of our union, our westward expansion, the abolition of slavery, the passage of civil rights, the space program, and the overthrow of fascism, tyranny, and communism. This towering American spirit has prevailed over every challenge and lifted us to the summit of human endeavor. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. This is the most important election in the history of our country.
0: And I completely agree with that you see the distinctions. These parties are not one and the same. They, they, they are so far apart. Their visions are so different. I, I really believe that the people, the unrest and the violence and the, and the Democrats who support them, the, the leadership of these Democrat cities that overlook it and don't do anything about it. Um, you don't want to overuse the word existential, like a threat to your very existence. But I don't think that's an exaggeration in this case uh, with, if, radical leftists get in control of this country i think it is an existential threat to the existence of america as we go forward is this america as mike pence said isn't, the question isn't between democrat and republican the question is whether america will remain america wish i had time to play that sound but it was very powerful let's continue with president trump
5: at no time before have voters faced a clearer choice between two parties two visions two philosophies, or two agendas. This election will decide whether we save the American dream or whether we allow a socialist agenda to demolish our cherished destiny. It will decide whether we rapidly create millions of high-paying jobs or whether we crush our industries and send millions of these jobs overseas, as has foolishly been done for many decades. Your vote will decide whether we protect law-abiding Americans or whether we give free reign to violent anarchists and agitators and criminals who threaten our citizens. And this election will decide whether we will defend the American way of life or whether we will allow a radical movement to completely dismantle and destroy it. That won't happen. At the Democrat National Convention, Joe Biden and his party repeatedly assailed America as a land of racial, economic, and social injustice. So tonight, I ask you a simple question. How can the Democrat Party ask to lead our country when it spends so much time tearing down our country? In the left's backward view... They do not see America as the most free, just, and exceptional nation on Earth. Instead, they see a wicked nation that must be punished for its sins. Our opponents say that redemption for you can only come from giving power to them. This is a tired anthem spoken by every repressive movement throughout history. But in this country, we don't look to career politicians for salvation. In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in almighty God.
0: And I'm glad he ended with that because the concluding thought here is President Trump and Republicans, they're not the ones that are going to save America spiritually, but they are going to restrain the party of Romans one. The only thing that will restrain and revive, I guess is the better word, America, is when churches and preachers preach the full counsel and the gospel of Christ. And we as individual Christians do the same. Because when there's regeneration of the hearts, there's change in the family and the country. Thank you for joining us today on The Christian Real View. We'll look forward to talking to you next time.
6: We hope today's broadcast turned your heart toward God, His Word, and His Son. To order a CD copy of today's program or sign up for our free weekly email or to find out how you can be reconciled to God through Jesus Christ, go to our website, thechristianworldview.org or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233. The Christian Worldview is a weekly one-hour radio program that is furnished by the Overcomer Foundation and is supported by listeners and sponsors. Request one of our current resources with your donation of any amount. Go to thechristianworldview.org or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233 or write to us at Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota 55331. That's Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. Thanks for listening to The Christian Worldview. Until next time, think biblically and live accordingly.